Start a new transition in life, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing, or creating a brand new life. Be with us in Panta Kalhor Transition Channel. Episode 42, author promotion show, Greta Garbage, with Kimberly, actress, model, producer, and television host. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition Channel and order my book Rules of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams. Hello, hello! Another episode of Author's Promotion Show. I'm so honored to have Kimberly, actress, a producer, and also speaker in our show. I'm so honored. Hi, how are you, Kimber? Welcome Aloha. to the show. Aloha, and thank you so much for uh, this opportunity to share with your audience. Thank you so much. All right, uh, tell me about yourself. I know we had some introduction about you, uh, but uh, I didn't go through whole autobiography because it was so long. You've done an amazing job, actress, producer, and uh, doing uh, some extra workshop for yourself as well. So um, I know about your story. I actually read two of your books, Greta Garbage <laughs> and uh, Kalu, Kalu Oha. <laughs> Kulu um, Aloha. Kulu Aloha, yeah. <laughs> yes, it means my love, my aloha. My love, my aloha. Yes. yes. And you can actually uh, see some sites like Hawaiian sites there, uh, especially during this COVID. It's so tempting to go there. You know, <laughs> I, I really wish to be there, especially right now in Toronto. It's so cold and uh, you cannot really go anywhere. So start from yourself about your book, uh, Greta Garbage. Um, I don't want to talk about this too much because I already uh, read some introduction about it. And how did you become so successful in your field? Well, uh, the journey, it's been a long one. Uh, it, a lot of the explanation of where my life went was, is, it is written in the book. So we won't share that with the audience or they won't buy the book. <laughs> but uh that book was suggested by my husband to write it because when I moved to the big island from Hawaii, I mean, moved to the big island of Hawaii, time is really, really slow here. And uh, your moments expand. And when you're on the mainland, the moments shrink. So everything's really fast paced and there's a lot going on. And, but, and that's not the case here. So when time expands, I can get up in the morning and it's nine o'clock and I can do 20 chores and I'm done and it's only 11 a.m. and you have the rest of the day. So when the time was so expansive for me, that's when my husband suggested I write a book and not just a book, but a journey of my life, as tragic as the story is. But more importantly, it's only 90% of the tragedy and the other, uh, or I'm sorry, it's only 10% of the tragedy in the book. The other 90% 
is how to get out of tragedy, how to become successful, how to overcome an obstacle, a barrier, name calling, suicide, death, sex abuse, you name it, you can overcome it. Yes, you beautifully done it. I'm really amazed. Like um, I know lots of people still struggling with child abuse and this tra tragedy uh, continues in their child, uh, in their adulthood even. So it's so difficult to be successful when you have these traumas in your mind. So uh, tell me about your story, like how, where, where um, you st uh, start with your mother um, your father and mother, where, where was your father and what happened to your family? Because I don't want to talk about it too much. Yes. So my father was a very uh, wonderful man. He was the type of man that worked three jobs to support his family. And it's no different then than it is today fit with family struggling. And somebody has to be the one that holds it together financially, which makes them absent in that family, though it's only physically absent. Well, during my father's absence is when all of the abuse was taking place. Uh, our, the four of us children never spoke to my dad about the abuse. We never told any family members because we were threatened by my mother that if we did so, that the punishment that we were receiving on a daily basis would be much more severe. And so everything that happened in our household was swept under the carpet and we kept many secrets. Mm. So what happens is that trauma does go deep into the DNA, but what happens with that in your adulthood, like you're a child, you have no defense, you don't have a voice, uh, what do you do? Well, then all of a sudden, you're not a child anymore. Now you're an adult. Now you have a voice. Now what do you do? And in my mind, it boils down to you have choices. You can either take this choice and blame your parents, blame your situation, your lack of upbringing, your poverty, your lack of education. You can blame it all, your life on that. Or there's another choice, and that is to overcome, to fight for a voice, to fight for success, to fight to get that information out of your DNA, out of your memory banks, and to reprogram the mind and reposition yourself on an avenue of success. Beautiful, beautiful. And <clears throat> I see... The interesting point, you had a great grandfather, right? You had a great relationship with your grandfather. And uh, he actually planted this seed of being an actress, right? He sure did. And I look back now and I wonder where would I be? Because that one sentence in my life resonated so deeply with me. But where would I be if he hadn't have planted that seed? That's why it's so important for anybody that's listening that is a member of a family unit. There's got to be someone in that family unit that plants the seeds for success. Now, 
the child may be in the worst possible position in its family, but that one little voice from my grandfather was what got me to believe that that is a possibility for me. Even though my mother shot it down and as tragically as she shot that down, calling me a bitch, and that's all I would ever be, again, it's a choice. Am I going to believe my mother or am I going to believe myself and all of the things that happened to me standing before the light, the energy of the light, and, and I have a choice. So I'm going to pick the one that will lead me to the road to success. And we all have a choice today, right now. Yes, we do, actually. And um, I think as soon as you start writing your book, you get back to those memories and deeply bring them on the surface. I know it's not easy because for me, I have the PTSD status as well. Uh, but as soon as I wrote about it, I felt lighter because I everything came on the surface. I could see myself deeply and I saw the journey I've been there. As, as you look at your past, as I'm looking at your bio, it's, it looked fantastic. And uh, I asked myself, how did I do it? <laughs> how, how did it start? You know, for you, it starts with your grandfather advice and your grandfather vision of you. And you didn't believe those, um, those sentences from your mother try to lower you down. And that's what we do. Uh, we have to believe ourselves. And then there are lots of choices in our lives. That's, that depends what, what path we're going to choose. So let me know uh, about your other activities. Like I know when I talked to you, you said, I'm doing uh, some workshops. I'm doing some amazing things. So tell me about it. Sure. So with the book, uh, Greta Garbage, a very dear friend of mine, Melvin Hildebrand, read the book and he said that there was so much information in it that he wanted just that important information to be placed in one particular spot so he could refer back to it. And he took bits and pieces of my book, Greta Garbage, and put it into the book and put it into a little format. And he gave it to me and he said, this is my gift to you. Do what you would like with it. And that's when the idea came that I could use that information instead of somebody constantly referring back to a hundred and I don't know, 180 pages. I don't know how many the book is rather reduce it down to a few pages that they can refer to. And that's how achieving your miracles came. And that's how the workshops are. Uh, that's what the tools I'll use in the workshops. The workshops before that I was doing, before I even became an author, were just uh, workshops to help people dig deep into the inside of them, find that beautiful gift, and use that gift to shine and to show to the world. So the workshops are very beautiful. They're very successful. And 
they're very truthful. It's like, this is where you're gonna slice yourself open and let me see, and let me see how I can help you put the pieces back together to become a beautiful, beautiful creation again. Do you have some birds there? No, you know what? It's the, uh, we, let me shut this door. <laughs> yes, there are birds here. They're called Franklins, but they don't belong to me. They belong to the outside. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so the workshop uh, you are doing like uh, with the miracle, achieving your miracle. What are the steps for my audience achieve their miracle? To, and so that's a really good question. One of the things, there are many steps, but one of the most important things, and this is something that's most difficult for many to do, is to start with the act of forgiveness. You have to forgive your mother. My, I had to forgive my mother because I had to forgive the people that abused me physically, mentally, spiritually, sexually. You have to forgive because here's the bottom line. If they really knew the pain that they were causing any human being, if they could feel that human being's pain and if they could replace and become in their body and see what they're doing, do you really think that they would choose to abuse? The answer is no, they wouldn't. They wouldn't choose that because they would feel the ultimate pain they were creating for you. So what the, the first thing you have to do is the act of forgiveness. And this method was shared to me by my brother, shared with me from my brother. And it's, it's not something that you say or speak. It is an act. It is something that you do. And I have the entire formula in the book, Greta Garbage. Also, it is uh, in detail in the book, Achieving Your Miracles. And the other thing is this. If you do not forgive your abuser, you will be forever attached to them by an invisible umbilical cord that will contain hate and fear and lack and all the other low vibrations. Do you really want that? Do you really want to be connected by that? Or do you want to cut it? and move on and set them free in love. And you can go on and free in love and watch the miracles that will transpire in your own life. It is mind blowing. Exactly, that's the same step I did for my trauma because somebody attacked me and threw me out of the car and uh, threatened me with the knife point. And that accident actually affected me so much the first step i saw him everybody said oh why did he do this you know and i was thinking okay i tried to saw him and uh, to see him and i said okay i'm gonna forgive you i don't know why you did this probably you have your own answers <laughs> but i don't want to attach to this i just want to be free i'm just want to give you to god's hand and he, he knows what to do with you. I just want to be free. And then I try to say the blessing is from the sky. So if this car is mine, it's going to get back to me. If it's not, then I don't need it. I just need my health back. 
And then two days after, he called my mobile because he also took my mobile in the car. And then my mom uh, take the phone and said, and he said, I'm very sorry. I'm going to take the car back. <laughs> so you see, I, I understand exactly about this forgiveness because it's not that the act of what happening on, on you, like abuse or somebody want to kill you, is so difficult to forgive. But the problem is if you don't forgive, you get that energy with you like the negative energy and uh, everything is going to be transferred to you and you don't want it. You want to be free from these energies because you have to move on in your life, right? You do it, have to move yeah, on. The, and right now is a really good time for all of us to move on. We need to keep moving forward daily on a better path. You can't stay stuck. You can, I, I mean, I could stay stuck in my mother's voice and low energy and fear, or I can keep moving forward. And it's so important to just every day be better than the day before. And I know this sounds so cliche, but yeah. it is, but it's that that's life. Yeah. Because you, f you need to feel accomplishment. So if you do, like me, if one day I don't do something useful, I feel bad. <laughs> so that's why that's the feeling of accomplishment. So what is the second step in achieving your miracles? The second step, I believe, is that just that word is to believe because it you have to believe in you first and foremost. If you don't, why in the world would anybody else ever begin to believe in you? So it is that through the spoken word of I am, well, let me back up. A lot of people do this. I'm trying to make this movie. I'm trying to write this book. I'm trying to be successful. The word try in the dictionary, when you look it up, means in an attempt to do. So what will happen is you will keep attempting and attempting and attempting with little to no success. What makes you successful is the I am or the two creative words, which you put after that is what becomes. I am a best-selling author. I am an award-winning actress. I am an award-winning director. You say that to yourself over and over and over, and then you see it come to fruition in your life. And that is a miracle. Yes, I like that. So what was your vision to be an actress? And what was your first movie? Oh, okay. The vision was for me was to make my grandfather's words become reality because I know that he, I know when people cross over, they're still with you. And I didn't want him to have those words be in vain because he believed it so much. And I write about it in the book. The one thing that he bought me that made that become real for me in my life. So my vision was for me to complete his vision of me and to make that happen. And the very first movie 
that I did that put me over that edge was a very short film called Vroom, V-R-O-O-M. It was about, uh, it was me and a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> it was just a five minute film, but this vacuum cleaner was alive and it was gonna suck the life out of you. <laughs> and it, it was a wonderful story written by Don Roth and it was directed by Jason Francois. And the film, ironically, you're in Canada right now, right? Yes. Yes. So the, my very first film, I sent it out to a film festival thinking I was sending it to California and the mailing because of the mailing address, but it ended up being Canada. And it's, <laughs> yay. Yes. Yes. And it ended up winning many awards and it became international award winning film. What a great <laughs> mistake. <laughs> it was a great mistake. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't believe in mistakes, even a mistake. And this is another, this is probably number three in a miracle aspect. But whenever there is a mistake, an error, a wrongdoing, or just a loss of a job or a partner or whatever your loss is, there is a gift inside of it. So you have to look for the gift instead of the grieving aspect of what you're doing. Yes, yes. So therein lies a miracle in that challenge. What happened? Am I still here? Yes, you are here. <laughs> Yay. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> so what was your first movie to produce? What was it? And your feeling of producing. I know. Uh, I love creating things. And I feel great when I created. Did you have the same feeling? <laughs> yes, it, it was a little bit of a struggle because you have to find somebody to believe in you. And I found a director, his name is Steve Wargo, fat, fantastic man. And I asked him if he would help me to produce the, this film. And it was called To Some Degree. Wonderful film. It also uh, went the film circuit, and it was fun. Yes. I'm hearing a little reverb. That's okay. Is it sound good on your end? Yes, it's great. And it's, oh, okay. I'm, I'm recording it. It looks good. Okay. And. Um, uh, you uh, also won some awards, right? Yes, this year was amazing for awards for me. During COVID, we did, my husband and I created a very short film called Emotionation. It was a play on words for imagination because that's how you can solve your problems is by using your imagination. So we took this film called it Emotionation, and it was about how to overcome your feelings of being quarantined. Mm. And it turned into be, I got, I won a best-selling, or I'm sorry, best director, uh, best film. It just, yeah, it was endless awards. It won 10 awards. Wow. What, what was the name? I'm going to add it here. It's called Emotionation. I am. Is it this one? Let em me show you. Emotionation. 
It, it's with an I. It's I M O C. Uh, oh, it starts with I. Yes, I am. I am O. Oh, yes. C E A N. C E A N. A T I O N. M Ocean Asian. Oh. <laughs> that's it. Yes. That's Emotion. it. Emotion Asian. Interesting. Yes. It was a play on using your imagination. And it's a sh and I incorporated my best selling book Greta Garbage into the film short because I wanted people when they watch the film to then refer back to the book for deeper knowledge of how to use your imagination when you're solving your problems. So give us some tips of how we can use our imagination. So when you're five years old and you're sitting there and you're making pretend tea and cookies and you're gonna serve them to your family because it makes them happy, that's how you use your imagination. You become that five-year-old child again and you role play and you're in the space of your quiet of how your life and your future and your success, what does it look like for you? Because no one else can create it for you but you. So how and what does that look like? And for a small, for instance, I wanted to share this with you. Um, before I met my husband, you know, like you, you struggled or like your audience struggles with infertility and they're trying to get pregnant. Well, I was struggling with love and was trying to find a partner. So I was isolated for four years, my choice to recreate my life after a heartbreak. And I, every night for 30 days, would set the table and I'd set dinner for my husband and dinner for me. And I would play music at night and I'd have loving conversations and dreams and we and I kissed my husband good night and I kissed him good morning and I watched romantic movies and I role played for 30 days to achieve the manifestation of the love of my life. You know, I did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Set a table for two. I always did it. For yeah. uh, I was alone for some time for a few years here in Canada because I didn't want to have like a meaningless relationship. And then uh, one day my uncle came from San Diego to visit me and say, what a, what a table. Do you always uh, set the table like this? And I said, yes, <laughs> even for myself when I'm alone, I do it. And then it happened because it's what you act and you see your eyes believe it. And then uh, that's going to be part of your reality. And mm -hmm. this re reality is going to be part of your life. Yes. <laughs> and it's, so the way that we translated that into film is that uh, the film starts out with she's reading her book and she's in isolation and quarantine and you can't go to the beach because this was in the at the beginning of quarantine last year you can't go to the beach restaurants are closed can't go to your friend's house so 
the woman in the film decided to take a hot bath because I have a bathtub outside in my backyard. And I got in it, and as I sunk down into the tub, that translated into me being in the ocean because I'm an advanced diver. And I ended up in another part of life and, and blending with the sea life and the creatures and the beauty. And so I used my emotionation to get out of my quarantine. <laughs> And I didn't have to wear a mask. Oh, yes, I did. I had to wear my mask. <laughs> so is it a link for this? I'm going to watch it, actually. Yes, I will send you the link. Um, yeah. Where? Let me see. Oh, I can see. I'm on, it's on Film Freeway. Okay, I'm going to write it for my uh, audience. In Film Freeway. Freeway. Com. I don't know if they'll be able to watch it though because this is where I enter all oh, my film. Yeah, this I will send you the link and then you can watch it. And if anyone in your audience wants to see it, they can please let me know. Because, sure. Yeah. I'm gonna actually uh, bring your yeah. This is your website, Facebook, and Instagram. If somebody wants to connect with you, they can. And if they want to buy your book, they can buy it from Amazon. Uh, is uh, is there Greta Garbage? And uh, you have Kalo Oha book. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's so difficult <laughs> to pronounce that. But uh, and then uh, you have um, another miracle book, which they can also buy it there. Yes. And uh, uh, what I about also, your workshop? I also have a website. It's, yes. Yes. If they wanted Kimberly. to Kimberly.com. Kimberly.com. Uh-huh. Yeah, I already wrote it there. Okay. So is there any workshop or anything, any free thing, any free bonus you can give my audience? Absolutely. I do. I will uh, mentor someone for 30 days. Uh, mm -hmm. anybody that's struggling that just wants a very simple formula to follow to get out of their own way mm -hmm. that's the most important thing is get everything out of the way and just let's just do this right here it's very simple it's a technique that I use and it works so if anybody in your audience would like to take this 30-day challenge with me. It's also inside of the book, Greta Garbage. There's a 30-day challenge in there. There's also many challenges in the Achieving Your Miracle. But if you really want the one-on-one, -on -one, contact me. It's all done by email. It's uh, You have to respond to me daily for 30 days. And it's a little formula. You will love it. And it is life-changing. Yes, yes. Uh, I actually love to be part of it, too. <laughs> <laughs> it does work. And uh, as soon as uh, the world straightens out a little bit, which I know will be very soon, because, again, for anybody that's listening, the quickest way that we can get out of this. And I know this for a fact. Now, I suffered it in isolation as a child. 
And how was I going to get out of that? Well, it was by my own thinking. And right now, we're in a mass thought creation. We are all creating the exterior because we're all believing certain things to be true. So we're creating it. We are responsible for the outcome of our outer world. But let me just say this. We are powerful, powerful beings. We have trillions and trillions of cells inside of our bodies that love to be commanded what to do. If you tell them to heal, they will heal. If you tell them to be sick, they will be sick. If you tell them to be infertile, they will be infertile. This is a, if you can't control the universe inside of your own body with that number of cells by commanding it, how will you ever transform the outside of your existence? Because everything that goes on on the inside is portrayed on the outside. So do not do lazy thinking because lazy thinking produces lazy results. We want good results. Let's have good thinking as a group, as a mass of individuals. See our world as healthy, whole, abundant, uh, manifest love, light, security, joy, peace, and happiness. Let's go more with joy because when you're joyful, that creates your happiness. It is doable. We can do it. You know, you said about laziness, and I really believe in it because I have some clients, and uh, as soon as I say, oh, this is instruction you need to follow, I see some of them respond to it very fast. They're really serious uh, to what they're doing, and some of them thinking, oh, should I do it? Should I? And they, they are st still struggling. As soon as you start acting and realize your dream, that happened to you. That's yes. a fact. <laughs> yes. So, well, I had a brother, and uh, he said uh, one of his one of his colleagues always said, "I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this." And he said he's always talking. Well, he never act upon it, <laughs> and he, he's so lazy. And he, yes. He's still talking about his dream after years of sinning. And, but my brother already reached what he wanted <laughs> because he's really uh, up to it. And he mm -hmm. started working hard on his dream. So if you are lazy, nothing going to happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the, and the, the other thing that happens when you're lazy, too, is what will happen then is others will think for you, which means... They will create for you, which translates to you will be living that reality. Why do you want to do that? You, why don't you use your thinking and your thought processing to, and you don't have to really do anything, but you have to be vigilant every day with a thought because when the words come out of your mouth, they're vibrational. You can hold your hand right here and speak and feel the vibration of the spoken word. And it goes out there and it comes back manifested to you what you spoke. And then people go, well, I didn't ask for this. I, yes, you did. So you have to be very vigilant with your thought, thought, spoken, created. And so, again, if you're lazy, you'll let outside society all those others create your reality for you or together you can create we can create a better healthier place to live 
just by thought alone and believing that we are powerful individuals because we are walking around with an entire universe inside of us. That makes me powerful. Yes, your frequency and you're powerful. We can create a reality and crea creation is part of our humanity. Like it is. What you did, what we do, what we think. And, you know, that's what, what, what I did when I was a little child. I wanted to immigrate. And then I went to the roof and create my reality there. I had a lot of thought. I, I was think I don't mind what other people say. This is my reality. I, I can see myself sitting on a bench in another country, watching others or running with others. And that happened to me. So I know you can, we both saw it. And I know any uh, audience watching this video, they probably did it in their reality too. So there are some blockers sometime, uh, but you, you should remember what great things you did before. These great things may happen in future for you again, even in a better shape and better reality. Sure, because everybody stumbles, everybody falls, and sometimes we fall victim to the news or victim to whatever's happening around us, but we are more, we have the ability to change the things that are happening. And it starts with right here. This is where it starts. That's how simple it is. And if you fall, you get back up. You look for a mentor. Having a mentor in life is the greatest thing you gift you could give to yourself, not just any mentor, but a good thinking, a good caring, somebody that cares, that can get you up and out of that lazy thinking and just being, just sitting and waiting for something to happen. <laughs> it's only going to happen if you make it happen. Yes. It, yes. Yes. And believing and miracles and yes. Yes. Believe in miracles. Thank you so much, Kimber. I really enjoy talking to you and uh, creating this show with you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was my honor to learn something from you today. Thank, Thank you. you. And I, I learned something from you too. And I'm glad that you immigrated to this country. You're beautiful. Keep you. going. And yes, to anybody that's listening, please use your imagination. Yes. Yes, it happened to you. It will happen to you, whatever you imagine here. Thank you so much. Aloha. Aloha.